Welcome back to the Divorce Solutions Podcast, everybody. I'm Jamie West from West Pro Mediation and Consulting, along with Tracy Miller, law practitioner to the stars from Miller Law <laughs> and Mediation. Tracy, good to have you back in the room. How you doing? I'm great. I'm I'm still, you know, I'm still thinking it's awesome that this is what episode 51 we're Fif- on, right? 51, like uh, mm-hmm. Squad 51 from that old show I used to watch in the 70s oh. called Emergency. You're uh, d- dating yourself, Jamie. <laughs> well, I have to date myself. I could never get a date. That was to do. Yeah, okay. It's enough of the comedy routine. Uh, we're going to be talking today about something that I, I think is. I don't know if uh, calling it a gap filler is is a you know is a compliment, but it's a there's there's a really great thing out there that's emerging for people that are separating separating and divorcing uh, around coaching. And the word coaching is out there. You hear about life coaches, you hear about basketball coaches, you hear about all this different kinds of coaching. Well, divorce coaching is becoming uh, a thing, and there's a reason for that. There's a, a lot of a value in it. And uh, joining us today is Dominique Laundry. She's a lawyer and she's a, a coach and a mediator. And she's based out on the East Coast in uh, Fredericton, New Brunswick. Did I get that right, Dominique? Welcome to the Divorce Solutions Podcast. You did. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's great to have you here. Uh, divorce coaching is something that I kind of wrap my arms around having come through nine years of family law litigation myself and thought, I just have to get out there and tell everybody how this system really works. You're a lawyer. Um, Are you like a lot of lawyers these days in family law who are getting tired of litigation? And you said, you know, did you say to yourself, I've got to get out there and tell some secrets from behind the curtain and see if I can help some people? How did this all come about? Yeah, well, I might be a little bit ahead of the curve. So I've been uh, a lawyer for a little over 30 years. And the first 10 years of my uh, practice, I practiced traditional family law, traditional adversarial family law. Mediation wasn't really a a thing here in New Brunswick then. And so I did what everyone else did. And it was incredibly unsatisfying. Became a lawyer to make a difference. And I quickly realized that wasn't the way to do it. So I went to government. I managed the courts here for another 10 years. And also, I mean, got a front row seat to the worst of the worst um, files, but also realized that's not the place to make a difference. And um, I mediation kind of fell into my lap. Um, I attended my first mediation training to help me manage unhealthy relationships in amongst my staff and uh, immediately saw the possibility for it, completely fell in love with it, and within six months had gone back into private practice, but this time specializing in mediation. And uh, what I quickly realized, I mean, first, I mean, mediation's brilliant in in that it, it offers, it's the perfect thing for family law. It's the perfect medium to resolve differences with people who are going to have an ongoing relationship, right? Once your parents, your parents for life. That's right. And um, it doesn't end at 18 either, right? I mean, I've got a 24-year-old no. and a 27-year-old and I, I'm not done. Um, and so this notion that marriages may end, but parenting is forever. So I thought, okay, mediation's perfect. 
perfect. But then I quickly realized it, it was great and it was fulfilling and I did feel like I was making a difference. But I also felt like I was pulling the bodies down, out downstream. If, if, if you're familiar with that analogy, like I felt like I was solving problems um, some some of my mediation clients would come to me after they'd gone through litigation and they they or they were midway through litigation and they were like this isn't working there's got to be a different way so they would come to mediation but they were already so battered and bruised it made my job as a mediator harder and so what i realized was if I could go upstream, how far upstream can I go to see if I can stop the bodies from falling into the water? And so I discovered coaching. My, my first experience was with coaching was actually hiring a business coach. Um, and once I got fully immersed and certified as a coach, well, first of all, I realized we coach in mediation, right? Like, oh, yeah. it's part of, right? It's a huge part of what we do is coaching, helping our clients shift perspectives and see things in a way that perhaps they haven't already seen and challenging their thoughts and their, and, and, and their sort of, you know, preconceived notions. But um, what I discovered was, and, and in the work that I've done so far with, uh, pure coaching clients separate from my mediation clients is that if I, the earlier I can start to work with a coaching client as, uh, and I, and I call myself a div divorce mentor and coach. Um, and I'll, t I'll explain that in a minute, mm -hmm. but the earlier I can start working with a coaching client, the, the further upstream I am, the, the less damage there is, the fewer mistakes have already been made. And so ideally, someone would reach out to me when they've decided that they um, aren't able to save their marriage, when they've decided that they want to bring their marriage to completion, but even before they've had that conversation with their spouse. Because, I mean, how they have that conversation is critical. Oh yeah. It's going, right? And it's going to set the tone for everything that comes after. Now, it's not that I can't also be helpful down the road. I can. But the earlier I can um the earlier I can help my coaching clients have those conversations and make them aware because people who are embarking on divorce especially if it's their first time they don't know what they don't know right it's what we were just saying before we turned the microphone on they've not done this before so here i am i have my professional background as a lawyer and a mediator so i have that knowledge that i bring with me um the skills i have as a coach and i've been through my divorce myself so i have the professional and the personal experience and knowledge I think to be able to accompany my clients through um, the divorce process in a way that allows them to, we talk a lot about uh, making decisions we don't regret, right? Mm -hmm. Making sure that we make decisions from a place of managed emotions. Uh, anyways, yeah. yeah. Tracy, the, 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 there's a lot there that Dominique laid out. Uh, do you identify with uh, a lot of that? You're a, a lawyer with uh, 30 years experience and you know, you've moved away from adversarial processes into, you know, into the things that we're talking about here. Um, some of that's got to really resonate with you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think the um, that the system, the court system, it doesn't work 
for people that are going through family law issues. Um, and the, that analogy about pulling the bodies out downstream, I mean, that's just awesome because it is, it's so true. If you get people that have been through the system um, and, you know, it's two years and $50,000 later, the acrimony has yeah. been jacked up to such a level. That's a very, very tall order to try and talk people down and talk them into a situation where they can get this resolved. But I also think, and I'd love to know what your comments are, I think there needs to be a paradigm shift with people. I think they need to understand that initially, and I think a lot of people are afraid or worried, and they come in and they think it has to be a fight. It has to be a fight. You have to hire somebody that's going to turn this into a fight, because if you don't, you're going to lose everything. Tracy, you are speaking my language. I got full <laughs> body chills. I told you that we were kindred spirits. Kindred spirits, right? Yeah, yeah. Here's wow, the thing. Start I singing do, Kumbaya. Yeah. Well, I like I wasn't I didn't plan on getting into this, but um I am on a mission to shift the divorce paradigm. Oh, absolutely. Here's here's what I believe. The shame and the stigma that that accompany divorce um is the exact thing that oh, where do I start? First of all, it it impacts how we show up in our relationships to begin with this fear that oh my gosh this 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 has to last this can't end if it does i'm going to be a failure i'm going to be what are my right. parents going to think i'm going to be broke right. so, i'm going to be yep yeah. yep so it impacts how you show up even at the beginning of the relationship it it i believe that it causes couples to stay in relationships what i call past the best before date here here past <laughs> here here the, right yeah. Right. Because yeah. then what does it do? So then when, when, again, my belief is, and this is what my mediation clients have taught me 10, 11 years now of mediation clients, what hundreds of families have taught me so much. And so they stay in there too long. The bitterness and the resentment turns toxic. And so then there's so much, and there's so much uh, this is where infidelity and overspending and gambling and drinking and all of those. Yeah, they start self-medicating. Yeah, the coping behaviors, right? So all of a sudden, they, they, and of course, it's going to impact your parenting. It has to impact your parenting. You can't parent as a team when you don't even want to be in the same room together. So we can start talking about loyalty conflict, but oftentimes that starts long before people have even separated. I, be, I blame all of this on the shame and the stigma around divorce. So then they come to, the, to wanting to resolve their legal issues and there's so much fear and scarcity and they do feel like they have to see the other person as an adversary. Yep. If instead we could say, you know what? We had a good run. We, right, right. we, we did a good thing. Look at these kids. We did a good thing. We don't have to villainize each other because our marriage has come to a place where it's run its course. If instead we can be like, look, let's get, this is just another, just another uh, challenge, just another stage of our marriage. Let's get through this together. Let's support each other so we can make decisions that work first and foremost for our children, but then for us right behind that, right? Because what our children need is two parents who are happy, healthy, and whole, not battle-worn and beat up and 
and limping to the finish right. line, that doesn't serve anybody. So I'm going to so I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second for people that are list, uh, listening here. Um, I'm going to say, oh great, another another uh, layer of um, professional category to uh, enter into this thing. You know, I'm I'm doing the. You know, there are people listening to this right now who are saying, "Oh, great! So now I got to now I got to get a divorce coach and a and a lawyer for LA, ILA and a mediator." Kaching, kaching, kaching. What do you say? What do you say to to that, Dominique? I love that you brought that up. <laughs> um, I love like I've heard like I've heard the the, of the of objection that. before. Yeah. yeah. So here's here's what I here's my take on that. I think navigating. The, the divorce in general, but especially the early stages of divorce is like walking through a minefield and there, you know, there are landmines everywhere, but you have no idea where, right? Oh, you don't know what you don't truth? know. That is the right? truth. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about landmines though. If someone, oh, I've got full body shivers, you guys, if someone could show you exactly where those landmines are, it would actually be so easy to navigate that field. Once you know where the trouble spots, where the potential disaster areas are, they're really quite easily avoided. When you don't, it's a nightmare. So that means you, if you don't know where the landmines are, you're going to make decisions that you're going to regret, like lifelong. And they're going to be expensive decisions. You're going to spend more money on legal fees than necessary. Not only legal fees, but you might even make financial decisions that um, when in mediation, in in coaching, I talk about growing the pie before you divide the pie, right? There are smarter ways to divide your assets so that there's more for everyone. Um, But here's the other thing that people don't think about. How's your performance at work? How, how are you showing up in all the other relationships in your life? How are you showing up as a parent? How are you showing up at work? How are you showing up caring for your parents? The, the uh, divorce is, I think, number two on the, what's it called? I always get it wrong. The Holmes-Ray stress indicator. Do you know that, yeah. that, that index or whatever? Yep. Divorce right. is number two. Behind death, so, right? Exactly. Death of a, a loved one. Death of a spouse, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so it's, it's not for nothing that it's hard to get out of bed and do all the things. I mean, life's hard anyways, throw separation and divorce in there and it's just tenfold. And so my job as mentor is to help my clients find the, the, the minefield identify right. where they are and, and navigate them. accordingly, right? So I'm going to help you based on your particular circumstances, make some decisions going forward. I'm going to help you. Um, you don't even know what, like how, how, how do I find a lawyer? Do I just take the first one I call? Do right. I just, do, what questions do I ask? You got to set right? up a criteria for selecting them. But I say to people all the time, you got interview several lawyers yes. and I tell them yes. to ask about their support system, ask about their law clerks, ask about uh, their yeah. experience. How many times have they been in court? How many trials have they done? What's the result been? All yeah. of that kind of stuff. You're absolutely right. Let me, at, let me, let me yeah. interject here for a second. Please. I'd love to ask you something. Thing because you know it makes me think when you say about the analogy with landmines, I always think that people that are going through litigation that are doing, 
really the hardcore litigation. It's almost the image on the movie when you walk through a place that's just been bombed. And when you look behind you or beside you, all there is is rubble and smolder and everything. I often mm -hmm. think that's the analogy people need. If you get through and you're the, quote, winner, that's what's when, you, when you go through one of these systems mm -hmm. and go through the court system, that's who you're going to be yeah. two years from now. Mm -hmm. That's brilliant. Mm -hmm. but, but what do you yeah. tell people who honestly, when they're talking to you, think that, well, I have to hire a lawyer and I have to hire a, quote, shark. I don't want to get screwed in this system. What do you tell people that that's the avenue they've either started on or that's what they're looking for? Yeah, here's what I do. Here's the first thing I do. I have a, I have a, a, a process that I take my uh, coaching clients through. And it's actually the same, very similar process, same steps. It just looks different that I take my mediation clients through. I ask them, what do you want to see when all this is done? Let's, let's fast forward, let's cast a vision as far out as you can. Now, sometimes, you know, in those early stages, especially if it's, uh, you know, there's been a lot of conflict in the marriage, sometimes they can only see three months out or six months out, right? Yeah. But I try to get my clients to cast a vision as far out into the future as they can. If, if I, with any luck, um, if I can, I'm like, what's it look like at your daughter's wedding? Right? Cast a vision as far out as you can for what you want your life to look like down the road. And let's work backwards from there. I had one client recently, I, I, I love when they offer it up um, in the initial consultation. I had a mediation client who said, I, because I always say, why, why mediation? Why are you interested in mediation? Because I want to weed out the ones that are only there to save money. Because those aren't my people. Right. And yeah. that you, that you, they're the ones that don't want to have the hard conversations. And then they, under, they don't understand why mediation doesn't you know, work. So he said, when she comes to pick up the kids, I want her to be able to come in and have coffee with me at the breakfast nook or whatever. Yeah. Right? Nice. So then... Okay, so perfect, that's your vision for the future. So now when we're talking about dividing up the assets and you're like, I'm not sure I wanna give her half the RSPs. Okay, so we've gotta bring that up in the joint session. How are you gonna word that, right? How are you going to, we still have to have the, the conversations. It's still important to have that conversation. How are we gonna have the conversation? If you keep your vision for the future in mind, it's going to be a very different conversation than if you don't, right? And so, so it's exactly what you're saying, Tracy. When you get to the other side of this and you look back, yep. do you want to see rubble and, and, and are you prepared to see rubble? And if you, if that's what's behind you, what do you think is going to be in front of you? So instead, your vision for the future, we reverse engineer a plan that starts exactly where you are and informs every step you take from here so that you can live into that vision. Now, sometimes, you know, when I'm talking with mentoring and coaching clients, the other person doesn't want to play that game. Right, like sometimes they're they're like, yeah, but he's he doesn't want to have a, a positive co-parenting relationship, and, and he doesn't want to sit down and talk, you know, calmly about finance, and he doesn't want to do what's best for the kids. Okay, you know what? We can't control that, but you still get to have your vision for the future, even if he doesn't have the same vision. You still get to 
choose your actions, your words, your behavior based on your vision for the future. And again, it's going to look different. You're not going to jump in the soup with him, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I can't believe it. We we are right out of time. Uh, it's too mm. bad. It's too bad, Tracy. That we Told you that was going to happen. Too bad we couldn't <laughs> find a more passionate guest to have on the program, Tracy. I, mean, I could talk no. about this stuff. Look, once you figure out... <laughs> I could talk about this all day long. I know. And oh, we, we should will... do part two. We and... should really do part two on this. Yeah, yeah. I would love that. We will We will have you back uh, uh, frequently, Dominique. Uh, love your energy. Love your passion for, for all of this. And uh, love, and your, love your website, right? I was on oh, your website, you. surfing around on your website. And I may, I'm just telling you, I may plagiarize some of the information you've got on your website. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Feel free. All Thank right. You. So, Dominique, how do people get a hold of you if they'd like to make contact? Ooh, well, the best way to uh, reach out to me is through my website. Uh, send me an email, Dominique at DominiqueLaundry.com. And uh, yeah, I'd love to connect. All right. Uh, this uh, I'm going to do the uh, disclaimer, Tracy, this week, uh, if that's okay sure. with you. This podcast is for information purposes only. It is not intended to provide you with legal accounting, counseling, or therapeutic advice, or, you know, your bets on football or anything like that. Every case is different. You need to get your advice from your own lawyer, accountant, and therapist who knows the particular facts of your situation. Tracy, how do people get a hold of you? Um, same way. You can look at my website and you can, which is miller-law.ca and you can send me an email. It's tracy at miller-law.ca. There you go. And you can reach me jwest at westpromediation.com and visit all the websites and get more information and drop us a line if uh, there's something you would like us to cover on the Divorce Solutions Podcast. Another one comes to an end, uh, but we'll be back real soon. Uh, Dominique Laundry, thank you so much for being with us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. I loved our chat. We'll, thanks uh, so much. Yeah. And Tracy, thank you as always yep. for your insight. And uh, thanks most of all to you for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Okay. Bye-bye.